Hello, creative friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Living Creatively with your host, Angela Dalton. And Monica Parks. Now, this is the podcast where we discuss topics about finding, nurturing, and protecting your creativity and creative spirit. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yes. So we are now, again, season four. This is crazy. This is yes, so crazy. Is. I, I mm-hmm. can't every time, girl, we talk about this. Like, okay, so for season four, I'm right. like, we are, we, we are in season four. How did we get here? I do not know. <laughs> I do not know. That's the question of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yes. Well, as y'all know, we are both still settling in many different ways, Mm -hmm. uh, in many different parts of our lives. Um, And we are going to see what reveals itself for us for season four, because Mm -hmm. we don't know. And Mm -hmm. it it will reveal itself. But... Uh, but for this week, you know, we've been, Monica and I have been talking about, you know, we like everybody is still going through it in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form. We are going through it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that is near and dear to our hearts, as you all know, is supporting creators because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's already rough in a regular, in regular mm-hmm. dimension, but whatever mm-hmm. dimension this is that we are in, it is mm-hmm. really rough. So we wanted to spend today to talk about ways that we can support creators. Because mm-hmm. again, we know it's it's tough for everybody and there's only so much that we can do. Um, but you know, the arts is really what keeps us thriving, what keeps us together as society. And so it's one of those things that we want to make sure if we can share how we can support creators, we want to put it out there. So mm-hmm. do you want me to kick this off, Ms. Monica? Oh, we, we, we didn't do our check-ins. We need to do oh, our check-ins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Look at me. Already messing up the season. Um, (laughs) How are you doing, girl? It's good to see your face. Oh, it's good to see your face, too. I am doing good. I'm I'm still transitioning, but each week is getting closer and closer to a finish point. So I um, finally got, you know, I'm, you know, I've as I told, I think the last episode, I let you guys know, I didn't go into details, but I just, um, why I decided to, but, um, decided to go ahead and, um, get a job. So I'm getting settled into that. I've taken a break on my creatives until I can kind of get that taken care of. And cause then I'm also moving. So I had been looking for a place to live. I've been staying with my friends and, um, So I finally got a place to live. So I'm now at that place where I'm doing like the getting the utilities cut on, getting the furniture, getting, you know, the move scheduled. So getting starting to pack all those kinds of things. (laughs) So I'm in the midst of all of those things while also working, while also still being creative, because I this is the part that I am consistently doing um, of one of my creative projects, which is the podcast. So. that's that's pretty much that's been my life. <laughs> that's oh, been my life I, at the moment. <laughs> I love that you count this as one of your creative projects. Oh, I love well, that. It, this <laughs> takes work. This is gonna be counted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. I'm so excited too to see you move into your own space. Like mm-hmm. after what you did with the room that you had, I'm so excited. <laughs> I couldn't even. I can't even wait to see what you do. Like when you have like the whole space is going to be dope. 
I can't wait to show you guys because I have finally, you know, finished ordering um, all of my furniture and, you know, I had to figure out what the design and color palette and, you know, what was the working space, the, the purpose behind each space and what did I want it to have a feel for? Because that's for me. I like creating spaces that have a sense of feeling to it, an emotion mm-hmm. behind it. And so once I finally figured that out, I'm really excited. Like, I can't wait. I told my um, other friends and as well as you, I was like, I'm not showing you what it is. I'm not showing anybody the furniture. I just want to get it all done and then show you all at one time. Like, I'm so excited. I was pieced together okay. each little room, like the pictures and stuff to make sure everything matches and flows. And I was just like, at the end of the night, I was last night, I was like, oh, this is going to be cute. Oh, yeah, sure. like, I can't wait to show everybody this new particular space. It's, it's completely different than my old space, my old living space. And it is, it's, it's kind of like the space that I am in currently. This is what influenced where I decided to fully go into. So mm-hmm. I am excited. It is definitely another side of myself that's coming out in this space. So. I'm yes. excited about it. Ah, so. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty mm-hmm. good. I, so speaking of spaces, mm-hmm. uh, I think the, I was talking about uh, decorating my office mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think I was like kind of halfway through that and now it's done. You mm-hmm. can see what I'm calling my yeah. wall of shrubbery. Yeah, <laughs> So Which feels cute. a little bit like a selfie wall. Like you could just be up there mm-hmm. and be like, choo, choo, choo. Really um, so I had to post uh, post pictures of that. But yeah, so I'm excited about this about my office. I think this is the first office that I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. where I it, it feels just like you know you have ideas in your head of what it looks like, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come into fruition, right? For mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. don't have the money, don't have the space, don't have the time, mm-hmm. and so um, have a little bit of all three of those for the first mm-hmm. time in my life. Mm-hmm. And this feels like I got to actually like I got to actualize what was in my head. So mm-hmm. again, like when I saw, I told you, girl, like I was, we were out. Um, doing errands or whatever one day. And I saw this woman in shop had this huge wall of like, it was like, look, it's like fake shrubbery. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I want that. I want, I need that in my office. And mm-hmm. so now I just look at it like it's like my dreaming wall. So I'm mm-hmm. going to be like posting like all of my little affirmations and ideas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like prayers for others, whatever yes. is going up on this wall. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. And then I got this new rug and I love the rug. The rug is so soft. Oh it my God, cute. girl, I take my shoes off and I'm just like, like do a little dance and like rub my feet and I feel so soft. So People underestimate carpet. Like they're like, I don't want carpet. I don't, I like hardwood. You like hardwood until your feet touches carpet again after being on hardwood for years. Right? Then you remember. Oh, a good padding under some carpet or area rug is life. <laughs> uh-huh. Especially when you, it's like two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and you've got to go to the bathroom and your mm-hmm. feet hit that cold floor. And then it's yep. like, creak, 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 creak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> sound effects today. Thank you. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been working on it. <laughs> but so yeah, it's coming together and that makes me feel really good. Um, 
you know, it was finally kind of getting out and starting to just be part of the neighborhood. And I got to say, mm -hmm. I love my neighbors so much. Mm -hmm. uh, the other day we were coming back from the grocery store and unloading groceries. And mm -hmm. one of the neighbors across the street drove up and he's like, he, he didn't see me. He saw my husband. He was like, hey, tell your wife we bought her children's book and it's really good. She did a really good job. And I was just like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was so cute. It was so sweet. And he and his wife have a little library in their Aww. front yard. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, we put a copy in the little library to share with Aww, the community. That's I was so like, sweet. Oh. That's so amazing. <laughs> so and that's actually a good segue into mm -hmm. our topic today mm -hmm. about supporting creatives because yes. that was a really sweet and unexpected uh, mm -hmm. uh, show mm -hmm. of support. And that was mm -hmm. really great. So, yeah. So let's kick this off. You know, okay. I, I, I thought that this would be a good idea or topic to talk about today, Monica. I saw, um, I follow a uh, someone on Instagram who goes under mm -hmm. the handle at the son of Baldwin. Mm -hmm. So definitely check them out. They are an author, but they also are activists and um, just post really amazing um, and, and thoughtful posts about, you know, just anti-racism and mm -hmm. um, all, you know, everything that's going on today. Uh, shout out to my friend Alex for, for hipping me to them. Um, but I saw a post from at the son of Baldwin who had taken a picture, a screen share or screenshot of a movie theater ticket. Mm -hmm. And the post was about how they were supporting director Nia DaCosta's film Candyman. Now I know mm -hmm. you don't like horror, mm -hmm. but <laughs> this is a movie that I have been waiting for because really? I loved. Yes. I loved the first one, which was done like in the eighties and it was scary. And a lot of it has to do with like, you know, just African-American folklore in this mm -hmm. country. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I think what I loved about it is because a lot of people don't understand that there's like a rich history of African-American folklore, especially in the South. And so this kind of like brings that to the surface. Mm -hmm. It's a scary, it, yeah, it's a scary movie. It's a horror film, but there's again, there's some history to horror. it. I don't know why I didn't, I thought you didn't do horror movies. I didn't for a long time. And that's, uh, we talked about this. This came yeah. up in one of our bonus episodes. I yeah. don't know which one, but I didn't do horror for a long time. And I think part of it was when I had my son that mm -hmm. was just like, I'm like, I don't need this in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't need these kinds of images or thoughts in my head of like horror and slasher films. And I don't really like slasher films. I like more psychological films. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I like about Candyman because I can wrap my head around the fact that it has to do with African-American history. Like mm -hmm. that's kind of the foundation of it. Mm -hmm. And the horror part of it is what comes out of that, out of that mm -hmm. history. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can intellectualize it a little bit, but it is a horror slasher film. <laughs> but, anyways, but so this movie, like, I mean, this movie has been um, anticipated by a lot of people mm -hmm, and, true, but it's true. been, you know, delayed, delayed, delayed because mm -hmm. um, Nia DaCosta really wants, she's like, I want this experience to be in the theater. I, I filmed it to be in a theater. I mm -hmm. do not want to release it and streaming. And she's like, I don't care. I will wait because, mm -hmm. you know, and like that's commitment to your creative yeah. eye, right? Yeah. Your creative vision. Mm -hmm. So it's now finally coming out. And um, at the son of Baldwin posted, you know, Hey, I don't, I'm not going into a theater. That's not happening right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm showing support and I'm buying movie a movie theater ticket nice. from a black owned movie theater. So they had purchased their ticket from uh, Magic Johnson's Harlem 
AMC Harlem Theater. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? That is really a great way to support a creator Mm -hmm. and especially a black female film Mm -hmm. director Mm -hmm. of like, I can't go see your film, but it's those box office sales that mean something. Right. Mm -hmm. So that means something for her to continue to get greenlit on future projects. And so I was like, yep, I'm buying a ticket. I'm not going to go, but at least I can buy a ticket and show support. Mm -hmm. And so it just got me thinking about like, you know, there are ways that we can support creators and they're not necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use money. Mm -hmm. But um, so I thought that would be interesting. And when I asked you, you're like, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was my first one. That was my... (laughs) That was my first uh, example of, you know, a way that I thought was really an interesting and creative way of supporting mm-hmm. a creator of like, yeah, you might not be able to go to the film, but just the simple act of buying a ticket mm-hmm. is, is, a, it speaks volumes to, to supporting her. Yeah. I, I really like that. That That's thinking outside the box. Cause he actually supported two, <laughs> he, he supported two people. He supported mm-hmm. Black-owned theater as well as the uh, woman and the Black um, female um, of the movie. Right. So he actually did twice. He's like, yeah, that's, I think it's when it's really, it's the things that you, you're thinking outside the box or things that are not the norm. I think people normally think in order to support someone in their creative craft or whatever it is that they're doing, that it automatically means that I have to go and actually buy the product. Right, and right, right. That's not necessarily the case. Um, there's so many other ways that you can do to support. Because I've had people who were like, I wish I could support, but you know, I have skin sensitivities. I just can't wear anything other than silver or gold. And it's like, I don't want to say it, you know, but I'm like, there's other ways that you can support, but people just don't know if they haven't been given the examples. And, you know, when I get back to social media, I'll start, you know, giving out examples. And then plus you feel bad about saying ways because you're like, oh, so she's just going to tell me how to support. But like, well, yeah, they say if you don't say nothing, you know, nobody knows. Nobody knows, you know. So you have to say something and be able to tell people. I mean, Shoot, you don't see uh, these other places being quiet. They out here, it's called advertisement. They tell you, hey, you know how you can come and support us? We got this big bash going on for Memorial for Labor Day. That's how you can. And if you can't make that, we got online. <laughs> That's true. If you can't do That's that, true. you can sign up for our newsletter. Mm-hmm. If you can't mm-hmm. do that, we got a coupon if you fill out this survey. I mean, like they tell you what to do. So it's like, yeah, we. I'm going to tell you what to do. So one of these things, I think, not that I have this, but I have thought about having it in the past when I'm able to focus more on creating more content and that will come once everything settles down. But like when people have Patreon, mm. maybe your thing, you might not need any more artwork. You might just don't have any more wall space. You might just not have any children or anybody that you know you can give a children's book for. You might just not be a jewelry person. You don't want to wear any jewelry or anything like that. Or just might be, maybe it's just something where you're just like, ah, that I don't really listen to podcasts. It's just not my thing. But if somebody has a Patreon, yeah, I was looking at this um, artist and we featured her actually on, oh, actually, I didn't mention her. I follow her. Her name is Aramis. She is an amazing artist. And I promise if I could ever afford any of her pieces, but her pieces are the ones that she creates one. And when it's gone, it's gone. And um, she's getting ready to create. I could cry over the fact I would want one of these pieces so bad. But she is getting ready to release a series that she called The Zodiac. And 
And she's given sneak peeks of it over the years, but she's been working on this since 2018. There's a lesson in there. I'm not able to go into this lesson, but if you hear underneath this message, you will hear the lesson in this. She's been working on this since 2018. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's called the Zodiac signs. And it's her paintings are based off of it. They are using depictions of African-American women in different ways. And it's very eclectic, very urban, but very gorgeous, beautiful, bright colors. Right. And so she just finished her last one. And one of the things that she had mentioned was that, um, she was getting ready to sell them and she only has one of each Zodiac sign and it gets released first to her Patreon and her Patreon gets first dibs on these paintings and on all the other stuff that she does. So say for me, if I am not able to afford her work and and I haven't done this either yet, but I, I do plan on, this is one of the things I do plan on doing. I'm not able to afford her work and, but I really believe in what she's doing. I wouldn't mind joining her Patreon. And it's Mm, not so mm -hmm. much about what I'm going to get because I feel like people looking like, oh, well, what am I going to get? Oh, I get this, I get this. But I look at Patreon as a donation. I look at Patreon as a support system. I look at Patreon as a way of me sending a message to the artist saying, hey, I believe so much in what you're doing, but I also realize that this is not something that you can regularly be able to afford to live life off of but I want you to continue doing it. So I'm going to give you, if they have a $5 and that's all I can afford, then I'm going to give you $5 a month as my form of support. And that's a way of um, supporting. And then they've got ones for 15, ones for 20. And of course, most patrons, you do get something, but say if I'm not a person that I'm just not into whatever they're doing, but I believe in what they're doing, mm-hmm. I can sign up for it. And that's just my way of supporting them is being able to say, Hey, I want you to be able to live this life. Cause you're really good. I know some artists right now that we did feature in our creative um, our creative um, episode that if they had a Patreon, because I believe so much in their work and I really want to see them win and I really want to see them focus more on it, that this is a way of being able to show support is by saying, hey, I'll be a part of your Patreon and hopefully you'll get enough people that you can focus fully on this so that you can create more so that I'll be able to, it's a little selfish, so I'll be able to get, you know, a little bit more, you know, content from you or get a little bit more stuff from you. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about- But that's not selfish though. I mean, I don't think that's selfish at all. That's the whole reason of supporting, right? Mm -hmm. So you can continue that. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I've always thought about, you know, you know, maybe a year from now or whatever. I don't know. Gosh. Tired of planning things. So I just, <laughs> it just don't work, don't work out. So let's just say, you know, there was a point where I thought about doing a Patreon and it would be something that would be like a support system where it would um, a- allow me the opportunity to be able to not have to focus so much on working at another job and having to do all of those things, but something that is a means of support to allow me to be able to do the thing that I love to do, which Mm -hmm. is put out content and creativity, creative product. And it would allow me to do that. And I think that the Patreon, I think that's, that is definitely a thing that most people look at it more along the lines of, well, I don't really want to get that item. But Mm -hmm. if you are following that person and you are consuming their content and you're consuming at a very large level, you're consuming whatever they're doing and they have a Patreon and you just don't can't either can't afford what they're doing or you just don't want to do it, whatever. Yeah. I think that 
it doesn't hurt. That's a form of support too. If you want to show up for even their lowest level that comes out monthly just to be able to say, hey, look, I really enjoy what you're doing and it really makes a difference in my life. Like I I seek you out. Like if Malik had a Patreon, which I think she might be getting ready to do one, but if Malik had a Patreon, it's not about whether she could, that she needs the money. It's just, it's just a sign of saying thank you. Yeah. Cause I get so, yeah. I draw so much. If I, it, it enriches my life. What, what she posts, what she talks about, how she does things. It enriches my life. It like helps in so much. And this is my form of thank you. I can't personally, I don't know you personally, but I mm-hmm. want to show a sign of like, we need more of this in the world. Mm-hmm. Keep going. So I think that Patreon is something that you should really look into. If you can find somebody who you really like, find out if they've got a Patreon. If they don't have a Patreon, ask them, do they have Venmo or Cash App? I'm not there even lying because realistically, you people talking about struggling artists, that 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 term didn't just fall out the air. <laughs> there are some people who really, really are sacrificing a lot yes. in order to do what it is that they're doing. And if you find yourself really being a person who keeps sitting at the table, consuming what they have, that means that they're very important to you. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a patron, hey, what's your Venmo? What's mm-hmm. your cash app? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, it's, we're not talking about hundreds of dollars. People just get, you can send $5 to a creative and they won't even be looking at the dollar amount. They will look at the point where they're like, you thought enough of me and you believe enough in me that mm-hmm. you, what? Like, it, you, y'all would be so amazed at how much just the little things really help yeah. the emotional and the mental side of a creative when, when y'all do it, when you reach out and do stuff. Well, the reason why I laugh when you said, uh, you know, the star- starving artist didn't just, mm-hmm. that that term didn't just fall out of the sky. I, that makes me laugh because it, it it's the realization of number one, nobody should be starving to pursue their dream of creativity. Nobody should be sacrificing their just even basic needs as a human being to put something into the world that inspires other people. Yeah. I laugh at that also because I think there's just a lot of, and I know this from, from writing books that there's just a lot of misconceptions about what types of support, um, authors, artists, musicians get, especially like if it's like that, the idea that they've kind of like, quote unquote, made it if they have an agent or made it because they published a book with a publisher Mm -hmm. that somehow they're just like dripping in money. And that is just not true at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I talk like with authors specifically, um, your publisher you know, it's great when your publisher acquires your book. It's great when your publisher takes on all of the responsibility of of putting the book together, right? Mm -hmm. Putting it on paper, putting a cover on it and putting it into the world. But in terms of promotion and publicity, that falls entirely on the writer in most Mm -hmm. cases. Now, unless Mm -hmm. you are a Stephen King, Mm -hmm. unless you are a Tomei Edeyame, who just Mm -hmm. the brilliant debut, like, like, you know, is getting out there and getting it done as she so richly deserves. Mm-hmm. That is usually not the case. And um, for most authors, that is not mm-hmm. the case. I mean, and, and part of that is because number one, it's a business mm-hmm. book, book selling is a business. Um, and number two, most publishers are publishing so many books a year that really they're just kind of throwing it out into the ether and seeing what 
how people respond to it. Mm-hmm. And if there's like, you know, the cream rises to the crop top, if they're particular that everybody starts like the buzz, like they might generate a little bit of buzz, but if that buzz grows, then that's the one that they're putting money towards. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but that's something that doesn't happen for every author. So, um, you know, I, I want to give a shout out to some authors who I've been reading because I, I love their books so much. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to show that support. So there's this one book um, that just came out uh, this spring called mm-hmm. Revival Season. Have I talked about this book mm-hmm. by Monica West? Mm-mm. Oh, I love this book. Okay. First of all, full disclosure, she's from Oakland. She's mm-hmm. I know who she is. Mm-hmm. So um, this is her debut novel. Nice. It is about a Black family in Ohio. The mm-hmm. father is uh, one of those spiritual healers mm-hmm. and they go around to the revivals and like he heal touches people's on their head okay. and like heals them. Right. Mm-hmm. And she believes that she is a healer, but because she's a female, because she's a girl, yeah. she, he, he will not teach her anything. Mm-hmm. He teaches her brother. And so the, it's the story about this young girl. She's I think 15 years old and she really, truly believes she's a, a healer and she's trying to, she doesn't want to defy her husband, her husband, her father, mm-hmm. but it's about how she just so intensely believes this and what she does to like prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. And just the power dynamics between this 15 year old girl and her father are just amazing. It is beautifully written. Mm-hmm. It is so poignant in terms of like, just a, a side of, a culture of black community that I don't really know that much about, you know, like my, I have family who's Southern Baptist, but I just really don't know that much about the revival world. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really good. So shout out to Monica West. I love that. I love her book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also there's a graphic novel that came out about the black Panther party. That was really good. And that mm-hmm. is by David F Walker and um, illustrated by Marcus Kwame Anderson. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the inner workings of the Black Panther Party, and you don't want to read a whole a whole book, a whole ass book about it, you know, mm-hmm. if you need pictures and words like I sometimes do, mm-hmm. I highly recommend the Black Panther Party graphic novel. It's a graphic history, and they did such a great job. And I think again, like. Anyways, okay, I'm not going to go. That's another that's another podcast. But anyways, so there are authors out there, but like these authors, you probably haven't heard their books because it's on them to Mm -hmm. do the the promotion. So and then there's only so many books that a person can buy, Mm -hmm. I say, as I have books swimming on my floor. Um, So it's like, you know, there are things that you can do, obviously, that that don't really require money Mm -hmm. um, if you want to support them, Um, you know. Absolutely buy their books. Don't buy them from Amazon. Buy them from bookshop.org. Um, bookshop.org supports independent booksellers. So a percentage of their sales go to directly to independent bookstores. Mm. So if you buy a book, buy it from bookshop.org. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, requesting the book at the library, mm-hmm. people don't understand how huge that simple action is because a lot of times if you make one request to your branch, your local branch, that will tell the librarian like, oh, this book is interesting. And so they have Mm -hmm. to submit that order to the main branch. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the main branch will buy multiple copies. Mm -hmm. So making that one request could result in like 15 plus sales of books for an author. Mm -hmm. I love this because it's also educational, right? So things that people don't think about going Mm -hmm. to the library, requesting it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, 
just just sharing the book that right now this was a this was a support sharing the book right and mm-hmm. i think you know even in elaborating more and pulling the curtain back i think that what ends up happening is people when you see a person get to a certain space you automatically think that you don't need to support them anymore because they're good yes the reality yeah. is going back to what you were saying as far as like it's up to the pub it's up to the uh, right the writer to be able to you know make sure that these things are taken care of and that they're being sent out into the world so people can see it just because you see it everywhere like chance the rapper yep he was reading your book okay (laughs) he can can read it a couple more times (laughs) he can read it a couple more times and put it on his instagram look But what I was saying was, is that you might see someone where it's like you're seeing them at book readings, you're seeing them getting awards, you're seeing Chance the Rapper. And I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, too. I've had people who automatically assume I'm doing well and I'm sitting over here like I'm not even making anything. They'll see, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the professional pictures that I have had taken in the past. I've been in three different boutiques. I've been in magazines. I am by definition, a struggling artist, you know, like mm-hmm. these are, these are not things that cause, it's not that they don't cause sales. It's just, it has to keep going. It's yeah. not meaning like you have arrived. You, it, unless my tongue is being mentioned by Beyonce in one of her songs, yeah. even you can be the artist that did the jewelry for the Black Panther. You are just that artist during that moment. Mm-hmm. After that, People stop and they're like, oh, she's good. No, she drifted off into oblivion. We haven't heard from her. Now she's still doing her work, but it literally has to keep going. And that's where we're talking about with the support. It's not that you can look and be like, oh, they're good. No, it literally drops off. It's a moment to moment thing. It has to keep going and it has to consistently keep going onward and upward until it takes sale to then it catches and it it happens like a machine that happens on its own. Other Mm -hmm. than that, we're literally just as good as whatever that last moment was. And now yeah. we've got to go into what is the next moment. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that a lot of times people look at creatives and they're like, oh, well, they've accomplished this and they've accomplished this and they've accomplished this. So they're good. And it's like, no, I need, we need each and every last one of you all hands on deck. Look, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to buy a movie ticket, but you don't want to go to the movies. If you want to go and get on somebody's Patreon or if you want to go and just cash app somebody or if you want to go and buy some books or if you want to get a book and put it in your your neighborhood uh, library, if you want to go to the library, like we need all hands. It's all of that because it takes so much just to get anything that looks profitable and then for it to be consistent in this thing. So it is. It's something as deep as like even being on this podcast and, you know, you shared with the books. And I know that there's a lot of people who are like, ooh, that's another book. I'm going to read that book. I'm going to support that book. These are ways that it happens because then you told me and you told everybody else who was mm-hmm. this. And then even if you look at that book and you're like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to get this book, but I think I'm going to tell this other person who I know about this book because that sounds like something that they like. And it is a chain reaction, yes. which for me, that is other, another way of another form of support is sharing. Yes. Even if you don't buy the power of sharing, when I say I get so touched sometimes, I'm just looking through my stories because nobody tagged me. They ain't tell me they were sharing nothing. I'm just looking through my stories, minding my own business, getting my own chuckle on, re- re- enjoying my Instagram. 
And I look at something, I'm like, that looks familiar. Wait a minute, that's mine. And I'm like, there people who are just shared something, a picture of my jewelry, a quote that I've made, you know, it, whatever the case may be that they that resonated with them and they decided to share it. When you get people who keep sharing, that's where that's where your exposure and that's mm-hmm. free. Like for me, that is besides my other talking point, that is the biggest thing that you can do. For me, this is bigger than Venmo. It's bigger than Cash App. It's bigger than uh, a starting point of Patreon. Mm-hmm. When someone goes and they decide to share a picture of your product, whatever that is, you have now tapped into however many people that looks at their products and looks at their story that you would have never been able to get to. And if those people then like it so much that they share and people keep sharing you're able to get to a, a range of people who you never would have been able to get to that you aren't able to do yourself because right now the, the advertising and marketing is very challenging, especially, mm-hmm. yes, you know, pandemic, post-pandemic, it, it is very challenging right now and trying to be able to get your product in front of people in a meaningful way, you know, a respectable way but also in a purposeful way that has results to it. So when you have people who are just like, you know what, I'm going to share. I've stumbled across people and they're sharing the um, podcast. I'm like, I didn't even know you were sharing this. And they're like episode specific, like this episode. I'm like, thank you. You know? Yes. And, and, you know, I mean, like even with, you know, eventually I know we're going to get back into, I haven't been doing the Instagram and stuff like that as of yet, but we'll get back into it, you know, but People are like they they love the podcast. They love 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 it, and they're like, "You should have celebrities." And I'm like, "Y'all, we are we are in two digits." And I, <laughs> I love that y'all see so much, and I see it too, and I'm sure Angela sees it too. Mm-hmm. But it it really is one of those things where I think when you tell people and you're open and you are vulnerable and you are um, um, transparent. I think it lets people really know that something can be amazing. A product could look spectacular. Yeah. yeah. They look like they're getting so many things done. But if a person isn't making real life sales, they're not getting large numbers and viewerships or whatever. It's just not something that's going to last. It's something mm-hmm. that they have to keep working on in order to, and they can't do it by themselves. They can't. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. It comes from the sharing. That's why I feel like it's so much more valuable than anything else. Do I want people to buy my product? Heck yeah, I want y'all to buy my product. But at the same time, and I want you to listen to the podcast. But at the same time, I do realize that in the, or, or what I've learned since I've been doing the jewelry for eight years now, if not longer, and doing the Final Love and Life brand even longer, what I've learned that is you can have a certain amount of orders and it's like, that was this week. Mm-hmm. This is the thing that I think gets, at least for me as an artist, and I'm not sure if other people, you can chime in if it does for you. Then next week comes and it's zero. You don't hear of nothing. It is like, it's crickets. Yeah, It's a very real reality of being able to, to understand that it has to be a momentum that keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. So when it comes to sharing that's the thing that for me, I feel like makes the biggest impact because it keeps branching out 
larger and larger and larger and it gets and it grows and it snowballs because there's only but a small percentage that is going to actually do your take part in your product. So mm-hmm. the more you are exposed to, the more you capture. And so when people are sharing with other people, I feel like that is such a valuable way of support. Yeah. To me, for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I- I think there's also, there's many different ways of sharing, right? So you just mm-hmm. kind of outlined like three different kinds of ways of sharing. Word I think of too, mouth is my favorite. <laughs> it is. But I think also you could, you can share your ideas because I think a lot of times too, artists get so in their head and mm-hmm. a lot of times artists aren't very, they're not really business focused, you know, mm-hmm. they're not business minded. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes too, if you have a good idea of like, Hey, you should be in the store or you should be in this gallery, mm-hmm. even reaching mm-hmm. out and saying that to the artist. And mm-hmm. especially if you have a connection that you can share for them, sometimes even that is worth Hello. gold in and of itself. That, no, that is gold. <laughs> right. So, so sometimes sharing is just, you might have a good idea. You might have a connection. You might have something that mm-hmm. again, it's not money. It's not mon- monetary. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, something that maybe that artist or person creator have not, has not thought about. And that's huge. That's mm-hmm. big. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like another thing that came up for me while you were talking is also events. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, a, a person is putting on an event and usually that's because somebody else is, you know, hosting the event for them. Mm-hmm. And by just, I just started registering to events, online events, even if I can't make it because mm-hmm. those numbers, even just those registration numbers mean mm-hmm. a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you, they ha- if you have high registration numbers, but maybe you have low actual attendance numbers, mm-hmm. it still shows those registration numbers still show that there's interest. True. So you might have a gallery that's having an event for you. You have high registration numbers, maybe low attendance, but at least that shows the gallery, hey, you know, people were interested. Right. So maybe we'll do another that's gallery good. showing in six months or a year with this person because there is interest. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing that I've been doing too. Again, when I see, when I see other authors or like, again, whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. there's been some, um, local, uh, DJs and hip hop artists here in Oakland who have been doing really cool community events. Um, I'm not ready to go outside in, in large numbers, but I register for the event as though I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can make it online, I will. So mm-hmm. I think that's another thing too, just understanding like just even the simple act of helping that that number count go mm-hmm. up. If you can do that, two clicks is all mm-hmm. it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is a really, a really important, another important way of, of showing support. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like really just giving data to an artist so they mm-hmm. can show somebody else mm-hmm you know, this is another worth or value that my, my art adds to society, community, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but yeah, definitely sharing, sharing can, again, sharing can take so many forms. It doesn't just have to be uh, social media. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, sharing, if you, you know, for, uh, for children's writers, you know, if you are a parent sharing your favorite children's book authors with your teachers, your children's Mm -hmm. teachers, and having them reach out to see if they'll do author visits is huge. Mm -hmm. 
that is absolutely huge because a lot of times mm-hmm. schools will buy books or they'll send out order forms, you know, mm-hmm. so parents can buy books. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another way. Yeah. Of, of any, sharing. Of your, any of your groups, your mommy and me groups, your, you know, if you go and y'all do play days, you know, <laughs> telling your other moms about this, this book that you have, or if you were, I mean, it's just, it, it's just basically word of mouth. It, it yeah. literally is yeah. anything word of mouth. It's just, it's just something that I, you know, I've, there's certain people that I talk about artist wise that I will talk about all the time because I just, I, I'm like, I want to do my part. I want, mm-hmm. I want this person to take off. I really enjoy what they do and I don't want them to stop doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like realistically exactly. for me, it's like, it's like stock. It's like I, I purchase mm-hmm. stock in companies that I, you know, I digest their product and I'm like, I got to believe in them because I want to have their product to stay in the world. I don't want them to go out of business. The same thing is my word of mouth. I'm putting my word of mouth behind something that I really enjoy and I want them to keep doing it. I don't want to look up and they're like, ah, y'all, I'm moving on from doing this. Like, look at Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. I loved Tiana Taylor as the artist. She was really becoming like um, the produ- the production on her videos. She was like, um, she called herself something Lee, like a Spike Lee joint. She called it a Tiana Lee joint or something like that. But when I say her her being a director and a producer of her videos, that they were quality, that her voice is beautiful, but she didn't get support and she's pulling out of the game. And Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I will never be able to see another one of her videos that she produces because she was like, it was like movies. Like literally she was doing movies like I'll never be able to see that again. Her work as a singer, I'll never be able to see that again. I never got to see her 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 as a um as a um, performer at her shows. And that saddens me because I'm like, wow, you know, for so much to have and it's a, a, also a good example that you can look and you can think that they're doing okay and because they don't really have that support to keep going long term, you lose them. So for me, I really really believe in getting the support in the word of mouth and being able to continuously tell people. And something that I, I like to do is continuously talk about the things that I like about people. And then the other thing that I like is that um, is actual personal support. It can be, I, I, I've had uh, people who they don't know me, not really, <laughs> who know I have a love for dandelions. I had this, um, I, I had this Instagram. I thought she was going to, I thought she wanted the address cause I have a PO box. Okay. So I thought she wanted the address because she wanted to send something or she wanted information. It turns out she realized that I love dandelions so much that she saw these crazy expensive sheets that have dandelions on them that I oh. commented on her Instagram. I was like, girl, those are gorgeous. Oh, wait, how did you find those? Now she's very wealthy in Beverly Hills. I couldn't afford them sheets, but I just wanted to know. What, I just wanted to know because I was like, those are very unique, and they were just like very eclectic, right? They were just right. very unique. And next thing I know, she's hitting me up like, "Yep, I'll let you know when they're on." I haven't gotten the tracking number. They're in back order. What? It's just there. I cried. Yeah, I hope you did. That's sweet. It was just really sweet. But she's just one of those people. She's she really hasn't she's she hasn't bought jewelry, but she's one of those women who she looks at my jewelry as she'll send suggestions. Like she'll be like, "Hey, this is an artist who does jewelry. 
maybe you should take a look at their Instagram and see how they're doing things so that you can see how you can maybe align. And I'll go and I'm like, their pieces are like $500, girl, have you looked? But it's just a, it's just a thought. Yeah. It's just a thought that she thinks that I'm in that bracket and that I'm doing, I'm going too low. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have people who will just send inspirational stuff, just share inspirational stuff. And it happens to, I happen to look at it on the day that I really, really needed it. Like it really resonates and registers with me. I've had, you know, just my friends here who, after I lost everything in California, y'all, I've, been through this since the second week of the pandemic and to go long-term and not just be like, F it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just Mm -hmm. on all things, like Mm -hmm. to feel like there's no reason. You have to have that kind of support systems. And when I say my friends have been my anchor, I mean, they are the ones who have kept my feet on the ground because I have been like wanting to float away and just be like, forget this, you Mm -hmm. know? And to the point where even my friends who live here, who I'm currently staying with, that they were like, hey, look, you don't have to struggle alone. You don't have to be out there by yourself. You don't have to do that. Come stay with us until you figure it out. Like, just come stay with us. And they weren't the time. They weren't even asking for money. I'm the one that offered them money. Like, hey, well, why don't I pay you this? Why don't I do that? Because then that way I can be helping you out too. Mm -hmm. Even there's just things. Look. I don't want to cry. I can't even look at you, girl, because we're not even going to talk about every time I turn around, you got a gift coming in the mail. (laughs) I got a dish talking about you going to slay today. You know, I got a picture talking about what's for you when I pass you by. I mean, like, uh, listen, all of my friends, y'all are some amazing beings. I brag about every last one of y'all all all the time because realistically, I wish that people would have at least one of (laughs) y'all at least one of y'all in your corner because when you are out here and you really believe in what you have but you don't believe hmm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, do we need a cry break (laughs) (laughs) no let it no, I'm so tired of hiding the truth. This is the reason why people are so misinformed. Uh, this is the reason po- why people can. I don't mean to stop on- recording. I just oh, okay. want to describe- <laughs> No, I'm going to talk through it because also my memory is trash. And if we get off too focused, I'll forget what I was saying. <laughs> but I wish that everybody had at least one supportive friend. I happen to have five. And I feel like I'm very fortunate in that. And I say that because when one thing, just speaking, because I'm a creative, when you are a creative and you look at something and you believe that you've really got something amazing, but you can't figure out how to get over that hump and you have been doing it for however long it one pays to follow people who have the same storyline and you see their success. And that's the reason why I brought up Aramis. Mm-hmm. Aramis is somebody who she posted one day and people like, she was like, you know, people always talk about how did I get so good? And she said, I wanted to show this. And she showed her very first picture that she ever painted. And it was tragic. <laughs> <laughs> it was, 
You never would have. All first attempts are. All first attempts are. It was tragic. And you mm-hmm. looked at how far she came from where she was and didn't give up and kept pro- pro- perfecting and perfecting her craft and was willing to spend from 2018 up to this present to do one series of paintings. That is, that touches, right? Mm-hmm. That resonates. Mm-hmm. And then when you have friends who believe in you so much that they won't let you quit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even because and, and, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not about, sometimes it is about whether you feel like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is about whether do you think anybody sees your stuff valuable enough to do more than just like it but mm-hmm. to actually support and pay for it, you know? And and it, and it happens often enough that you can actually make a living off of. It's not just the fluke month or week. And those are the things in the battles that you work through. You know, do, do you keep going on and doing a podcast? Mm-hmm. And you're like, is anybody really listening? Do you keep going on and designing and making jewelry when you're not getting any orders? And do you keep doing these things that you believe are really great things and that you really believe in strongly, but you just can't figure out how to get over that hump? And it's not saying your friends got the answers, but when you have a good support system that comes and checks on you, if it's a phone call, if it's a text, I got a text from one of my other, from one of my friends, Amy, she's just texting me. I haven't gotten a chance to read it. She was just checking in. You know, if it's just, it's just some things that are just like to keep building you up, to let you know, okay, look, let's just keep going. Just keep going. Don't, don't give up that you've got that person in your life that you believe in them so much. Reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Tell them, let them know. I've had people who have inboxed me and they were just like, I just don't even know how you come up with it. It's just so unique and so different. And I'm just like, I don't see it because I'm so in my head right now mm-hmm. or in that moment of, does anybody see me? Can they, is this even worth it? And that stuff comes through. It's even the little things. I think people just don't even realize the, the, the power of words, whether it is words of affirmation directly to the artist, directly to the creative or if it's words of validation to other people, you know, to say, I've got to tell you about this person. I got to tell you about them. That stuff is why I say it's just so valuable because it actually addresses two things. It helps the creator get to a place and accomplish something that they just can't do on their own. You can't reach Mm -hmm. a lot of people the way that you used to be able to. And then it also helps them with the emotional and mental battle that goes on in their head to let them know, hey, you're not alone. I see you and I don't want you to give up. I really want what you've got in the world. We need more of that. And it also helps people realize that this is not dead, meaning that the support is not dead. The the need for positive, good, life building, community building that these things are not dead. The desire and the need for them are not dead because those are the things that go through any writer, any mm-hmm. musician, mm-hmm. any singer, anybody that does anything that taps into the emotion and they're not getting any support or the 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 sales are not, they're not there. 
the thing that goes through your mind is, do people even need this? Yes. Because I'm the seeing point? the gossip. I'm seeing gossip skyrocket. I'm seeing sexual stuff skyrocket. I'm seeing yes. y'all pushing reality shows mess skyrocket. But it's I'm trash. Pushing, but then y'all say. Where's the positivity? Where's mm-hmm. the this? Where's the that? And you've got people who are doing it and nobody's getting support. And you've got those people sitting in their house talking to their significant other or their friends thinking, I don't think this world wants the good. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want. So when you have people, whether you're getting in somebody's inbox, you're sending them a note, you're sending them a letter, you're stopping them in the street. You, If you are at a festival, stop by those artists. Because you're going to bump into somebody who is on the verge of giving up and they might have a great thing and they might have a beautiful thing that really this world really needs. But because they don't believe that the world really needs it and they don't believe that the world really sees it, they're going to give up and they're going to leave like a Tiana Taylor. Mm -hmm. And that's to me tragic. So for me, support words of affirmation, words of validation, words of encouragement. Just words. Give your words. Tell people. Share it. I love that so much. I love that so much. I, that was beautiful. I'm like, I got nothing. I got nothing to add to that. Like that was the layer. That was the icing on the cake. I don't. I, that was beautiful. It's true. It's really true. You know, it goes. It, it goes back to in the beginning of of our discussion talking about that that term starving artist mm-hmm. and it's exactly why i i don't like it nobody should have to suffer for their creativity nobody yeah. it's not so much obviously you know like there's learning experiences right mm-hmm. like you were saying with amorous mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. correct like, you know, she had to learn. I'm sure it was not an easy road from like that first painting to like this first, you know, like this series. Mm-hmm. There's there there's that type of there's like, that's type of suffering that just comes with anything that you're learning new. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But just trying to get your stuff out there, just trying to get that acknowledgement is is where, like you said, it can just be words of like of I see what I see you and I mm-hmm. see what you're doing. And that can be so much that can keep someone going for five more days, five more months, a year, whatever. So I love that so much. Thank you. (laughs) And support, support is, is 100% so necessary for anybody. Um, you know, whether you give it or whether you need to ask for it. So that was beautiful. Well, on that note, I just want to end it there. Oh, I'm so glad we did this. We'll come back to this. I know we will because there's there's a lot of, you know, there's always going to be new ways of supporting people that are going to come up for us that we can talk about. There's going to be new artists that we want to, and creators mm-hmm. that we want to support. So I know we'll come back to this again, mm-hmm. but um, I'm really glad we did this too. Like you said, just just to start the discussion by putting it out there. Um, I have found like for me, like this podcast is, is the way that I can do that. I still do not like doing that on social media. It's just not my thing, but you know, or if I'm on a panel or whenever I can like verbally use my words and say it out loud um, to an audience, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about the, doing this podcast with you. Cause it gives me the opportunity to do that. And that concludes this episode of Living Creatively with your hosts, Angela Dalton. And Monica Parks. Remember, you can also connect with us on Instagram at Living Creatively Now, Living Creatively Podcast Facebook page, and on our website, thisislivingcreatively.com to subscribe 
or to send us questions that you'd like us to answer or advice you may need as a fellow creative. And we can also support you too. Let us know. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you for joining us and being part of our Living Creatively community. Always remember to protect your heart, protect your mind, and protect your gift. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.